Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of our three-part series on impromptu speaking. Last episode we spoke about a lot of constructs about impromptu speaking, what you will think about during the first initial 10 seconds, uh, how do you decide which is the most memorable moment or how do you end even though you're not sure how to end an impromptu speech. This episode we'll dig a little deeper into certain nitigrities and certain common pitfalls that we fall into when we are trying to come up with a speech on the fly. Uh and we have some really good tips I'm very excited to talk about these. Uh so let's jump right in. Um Vikas, one one thing that I really remember is when we kept doing these practice sessions certain topics when you gave me mm-hmm. um i know we we did speak about the first 10 seconds and our thought process and our different takes on that uh but certain topics i have this problem where i think about too many things like way too many things in particular in fact i remember this one topic uh, this one time you asked me if you can go back in time and uh, change history what would you do now this might seem quite simple but uh, it's not it's very difficult to come up with things on the fly about how you will change history so immediately i mean the the uh, a lot of thoughts about india uh, uk world war 2 hitler germany pandemics uh, so many things just poured in and i wanted to talk about all of that and i uh, i just ended up spending the whole two minutes talking a little bit about world war little bit about hitler little bit about some other uh, holocaust or uh, just a bunch of things uh, so what do you do if initially you get way too many ideas how how do you go about that it's not just you arit i mean i think all of us have this exact problem we have too many things to say and we end up saying everything half heartedly So the the best thing to do is don't gush out everything if too many ideas pop up and naturally they tend to try to pick one and don't give it a lot of thought uh, so when i face this problem which is almost every other topic i just pick my favorite out of the last three thoughts that i have there's not a lot of thought process that goes into making this decision i just pick one that i like instantly and uh, start talking about that it's important to take the vertical approach and not the horizontal approach because in the end uh, we only have a couple of minutes to speak and we, we can't we can't do justice to more than one or two points that's true that's true because we have just two to three minutes and we can't touch upon multiple topics but yeah that is a good mindset um because if if we have way too many ideas we just have to pick one but ideally what we tend to do is pick one talk about that and exhaust it for like 20 seconds then jump on to another one and then talk about that for like another 10 15 20 seconds and then over the period of 2 to 3 minutes you've spoken about uh, i mean the way you put it uh, you've taken the horizontal approach in yeah. which you've just touched the bare basics of about uh, five topics mm-hmm. and uh, from which do you draw the message you're completely confused you've confused your audience with so many topics so many characters and 
so many premises that you don't know where to maneuver the rest of the uh, impromptu speech right and uh, there's a way to buy time into this right initially when you're thinking yeah of course you do take a, a few seconds before you start speaking but uh, is there any way to actually extend this thinking duration by another few seconds without pausing and seeming like you're actually thinking to the audience yeah so the most straightforward thing which we used to do and which i think everybody does when we start out is repeating the speech title mm-hmm. so if you're on stage and somebody tells you uh, i'll take the same example so how would you if if you can go back in time and change history what would you do you come up on stage and you're like ah uh, if i could go back in time and change history <laughs> and so you're basically just repeating the title right. um so we made a conscious decision not to do that like uh, we decided no matter what we can just come there and stand in an awkward silence if that's what it takes but we kept a hard set rule that we will not repeat the speech title but that is an issue because you need to say things as soon as you enter you don't have the time because right. you can't repeat the speech title so what do you say instead so a classic which i found worked for me is and i keep repeating this in a lot of our episodes is uh just starting off with a story i love doing that uh, it's it's <laughs> i love coming up on stage and going like um so when i was 14 years old uh, i was coming back from school uh, on my school bus and that's it just dive into a story right in i will eventually connect it with the message and the topic and the audience is immediately hooked and they are always curious where this can go yeah because you don't have time to build the context to the story initially that's true if you can't think of a story then that is an issue then you still need some time to think of a suitable story and for that another go to is a question mm-hmm. so uh, if the topic is let's say what is the most uh, idiotic thing you've done in your life um and let's say a story comes to your mind about the time you uh used to steal video games from your friend um i mean maybe you can just uh tell people okay how many of you have actually stolen things when you were a kid now you don't know the story you haven't constructed it but you get the time you give the time i think you gave this tip sometime in our previous episodes when you ask a question give the audience time to respond yeah right but in this case that time is also your time to construct the story ask a question and pause let the audience understand and comprehend the question and even answer if somebody raises you can even allow them to answer it but that gives you time to formulate your story and that's worked wonders in the past yeah i mean and it's enough time it it actually gives you that extra 5 to 6 seconds that will and it might seem less now that we say 5 6 seconds but when you're on stage thinking that's more than enough for you to actually come up with uh, an idea and start your speech and i think repeating the title happens mostly for uh, topics which have a quote in them or a, a moral saying if i may put it that way so something like uh, a pen is mightier than the sword so when when you give a topic like this the natural inclination is to go and say a pen is mightier than a sword and then you go on explaining that uh, statement this while it does buy you time as you mentioned it 
is not really the best approach and we have consciously uh, attempted not to repeat the title despite standing there awkwardly for the first uh, few topics but uh, yeah i i know it worked for us eventually we were able to reduce that 5 seconds of silence to 3 2 and finally 1 because yeah getting to 0 will still take time i'm sure yeah very true very true and um, uh, it's i mean we i think we again discussed this but it's much more powerful to end with the speech title Uh, yes, like bring about yes. a story bring about questions bring about characters the audience is probably curious like okay where is he going and then you make that connection with the title and then you repeat the title like that is like a mic drop goosebump moment and uh, which uh, which i think uh, you will like you will be stripped of capitalizing on that moment if you uh, reveal the title at the beginning or if you just repeat the correct title. say save it till the end Yeah, save it till the end. Exactly. Like for me personally, I just feel I I I seem not so confident if I just repeat the title because anybody can do that. Like anybody can just listen to a title, come on stage, and repeat it. Because that I feel uh, I'm not making a good first impression by repeating the title. Like I want to come up on stage and grip the audience immediately. I want to come up and say, so imagine uh, or 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 something along that lines. Yeah, yeah I, and. Uh... and for the listeners i know we are spending a lot of time discussing this seemingly obvious point but we've actually faced this i mean when we are going and speaking there and don't have any idea it automatically the title comes out and we we repeat it but it it's a conscious effort uh, ultimately but uh, having said that now there are topics which will make you pick a side it will ask it's a question in itself for example i let me think of something yeah it's those moments where you need to formulate an opinion on the spot yeah like you you wouldn't have thought about it like, like ignorance uh, is bliss yeah good like example you can agree to it you can disagree to it but you have to pick one what do you think arud Yeah, it's it's see, it's always good if like I know you uh, because you're a very deep person. Like you think a lot about philosophy and all these uh, all these things. So if I mean for somebody who is already thought it out, they have an opinion. All they have to do is give the opinion to the audience. Hmm. But if I haven't, it's very difficult to come up with an opinion on the fly, standing there in front of an audience. Like if you tell me ignorance is bliss, I I haven't given it much thought. like okay maybe it is then after a while i might think uh, not really probably ignorance is not bliss so the problem with this is uh, if you haven't fro- uh, formed an opinion you will go with one opinion let's say i go with ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. then i finish one minute of my speech uh, of my speaking time and then i realize inside my mind you know what ignorance <laughs> is not bliss and then i go a full u turn and spend the next minute contradicting what i said in the first minute telling that ignorance is not bliss leaving the audience thoroughly confused so does this guy mean that ignorance is bliss or not bliss yeah which is a huge pitfall it is it is most certainly i mean uh, i i personally found it really hard uh, like i think a good i mean uh, a very good thing is to think about it like what you do and uh, i mean i I think that just comes down to character. Uh, so what did you do? 
um so eventually uh, uh, as and when we kept doing this eventually i realized your opinion doesn't really matter for the next 2 to 3 minutes if you formed an opinion i feel we should just go ahead with it mm-hmm. you might change eventually that uh, i mean when i say eventually in the next minute that's <laughs> the opposite but the audience shouldn't know that you've changed your mind yeah because you can't you already spent a minute with one opinion you need to stick to it and finish the entire 2 3 5 minutes sticking to the opinion that you started off yeah it it doesn't matter uh, if you disagree with yourself in between but once you've commit to the topic you have to finish it yeah commit to it exactly exactly once you commit to the topic finish it exactly i feel it's an urge that we all have in between to change our entire opinion if we cannot convince ourselves of what we started with but now while you can do that after the speech ends and in a conversation with someone but when you're on stage delivering a speech uh, the most important thing is not to leave the audience confused they should get what you're saying and honestly 2 minutes isn't enough time to actually get into the depth of topic and explain all your points it's just what you feel give a couple of uh, insightful thoughts and end it so uh, yeah that's true that's true and this is especially true for controversial topics i remember i had gone to a club one day and uh, thankfully uh, uh, i don't remember if i took the topic or not but somebody called the topic that um ladies are given too much rights in the modern world Now, this is not a statement uh, it's it's just i mean it's it's not an opinion it's just a statement you just need to give your opinion on that and the guy who picked it up uh ended up talking about something in the metro uh and he went with the fact that they are given way too much uh but eventually he was stuck because he realized he believes the other way mm. uh now this is a controversial topic obviously it's not very easy so he he found it really hard to come up with an opinion on the spot so you could see that he was confused after the minute uh, after the first minute he was like yeah. okay crap i uh, this is not what i think and once you stop committing to it like you're done because yeah, you need to commit to your opinion and your topic i think this skill can really be developed through debating and uh, I- i'm sure we'll uh, get into the depth of how to do that when we uh, have a segment on debating and declamations as well and and i forgot to add this uh, other thing right if you it's okay to Uh, pick both the sides and talk about it as long as you do it from the start so ignorance is bliss taking the same example again if if you believe that it's true in some cases and it's false in other cases it's it's okay to say that but uh, make sure you take that stand right from the beginning you can give example in these cases it's true in these cases it's not which is still fine but if you commit to one site uh, it's best to always stick to it yeah exactly exactly and finally coming to another uh, pitfall that we typically fall into now this is literally a pitfall um, and uh, uh, we see people fall into this in conversations uh, especially speeches um, wherein you you have this thought process you've heard the title you have a nice thought process going on and you share the thought process with the audience 
all of a sudden you realize your thought has taken you somewhere completely off track you know, it's not even remotely related to the title like you started with the title uh, and then you've gone somewhere else and then a minute into you, your speech you realize holy crap i don't know where am i now uh, i'm away from the title i need to go back you get into a rabbit hole this often happens uh, when we're not sure how we end the speech uh, that's what i've noticed when when i have a an ending in mind i usually don't tend to go off track but when i don't know where i'm taking this story i tend to do that so uh, again uh, there's no one uh, finite approach that you can use to bring it back on track but i, I think it it's all up to one's creativity at that time if if you realize that this is happening then there's always a way to bring it back it's just that you have to figure out how you're going to do it without disrupting the flow for instance if you're talking about a story from your childhood uh, it, it and you're giving the context about your home uh, in the village right and you, you just have to mention that it's an old big house and there was a backyard but sometimes we do tend to go into the depth there's the backyard was huge it had a lot of coconut trees and there used to be monkeys coming now this part is not relevant but you've already said it so when you have to bring it back to what you're actually going to say that your conversation with your grandma uh, probably just end that particular segment right there and try to uh, immediately jump back to what you're going to say you don't have to explain the rest of the message when you're off track and it's hard to do it but there is always a way and uh, over time i think we can figure it out but the most important is to be conscious about it while it's happening that's true very very well put i don't think there's absolutely anything else i can add to that because it it does depend on your creativity but it's at the same time it's not that difficult to bring it back um, like there is this one exercise which uh, we used to do um, just give two words let's say chair and sauce and just connect it do whatever it is that you have to do but just connect cha- chair and sauce so you can just be like um, I, i came back from work like extremely exhausted i i sat on my chair i was tired and my mom pretty much knew that i was tired and she came with this freshly toasted bread with ketchup sauce so you've connected chair and sauce so it's it's one exercise we used to do a long time back but it's it's not very difficult to connect to seemingly irrelevant things so if you if if i catch myself going off topic um, i typically just come back i i i try and figure out something and just come back i think it, you just have to uh, bring out your creativity when this happens so there are a lot of things that can go wrong and can go right when you're on stage asked to speak about a topic you have no clue in and today we brought out quite a few tips or uh, tricks maybe i would like to put that as first is if too many ideas get into your head don't gush out everything but try to pick one and let it be instantaneous don't give it a lot of thought just pick one and go with it it's always advisable not to repeat the title in the beginning but it's very powerful if you do it at the end so save the repeating till the end 
and once you've made a point on a controversial topic or a topic that makes you pick a side stick to what you've chosen and even if you disagree with it in the middle of your speech don't show it because you've already committed to one side so end it with that and and it's okay it's it's completely okay finally if you go off track try to find some connection to bring it back and don't expand or don't deviate even further than you already have and this is uh, mostly up to our creativity but if you're conscious about it i i think and i believe we can develop it over time so that was our second part of the impromptu speaking segment we have a lot more tips in the next episode so thank you for tuning in today and remember you too can talk your way up